and we'll begin with Confession and Forgiveness on page 94. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who forgives all our sin, whose mercy endures forever. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you and uphold us by your spirit so that we may live and serve you in newness of life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit, that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let's say the prayer of the day together. Stir up our hearts, Lord, Lord God, to prepare the way of your only Son. By his coming, strengthen us to serve you with purified lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Comfort, O oh comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, and the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades. But the word of the Lord will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem. Herald of good tidings, lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Lord, see the Lord God comes with might, and his arms rule for him. His reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms, and carry them in his bosom, and gently lead the mother sheep. <clears throat> Psalm 85, our response is, Righteousness shall prepare a pathway for God. <clears throat> You have been gracious to your land, O Lord. You have restored the good fortune of Jacob. You have forgiven the iniquity of your people and blotted out all their sins. I will listen to what the Lord God is saying, for you speak peace to your faithful people and to those who turn their hearts to you. Truly, your salvation is very near to those who fear you, that your glory may dwell in our land. Righteousness shall prepare a pathway for God. Steadfast love and faithfulness have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Faithfulness, faithfulness shall spring up from the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. The Lord will indeed grant prosperity, and our land will yield its increase. Righteousness, righteousness shall go before the Lord, and shall prepare for God a pathway. Righteousness shall prepare a pathway for God. Our second reading, everyone, is from Peter chapter 2, or 2 Peter, rather, chapter 3, verses 8 to 15. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but he is patient with you, not wanting to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what 
sort of persons ought you to be in leading lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved, and the elements will melt with fire. But in accordance with his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth, where righteousness is at home. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. You may have noticed that we, we don't read the Gospel of Mark on Christmas Eve. It is just not that Christmassy. And Mark doesn't have a birth story. There's no, not even a genealogy, like in Matthew. There are no angelic announcements. There's no star. There are no wise men, no shepherds watching in the fields. Nothing like that. Mark begins the way we just heard. The beginning of the good news of Jesus, Jesus Christ, Jesus Messiah, the Son of God. And there's a whole lot packed into those few words. In one way, it's simple. Right, it's obvious. Chapter 1, the beginning. But it means more than that, right, the beginning. It's the same Greek word that was used in the Greek translation of Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mark is saying, I'm going to tell you about a new creation, a new beginning, a new heaven and a new earth. It's the beginning of the good news, or the gospel. And that was a resonant word, too. And it, it calls to mind the book of the prophet Isaiah, just as, you know, if you've ever seen Babette's Feast, as soon as we come to those words about righteousness and, oh, I forget, peace or something, have kissed, I thought of Babette's Feast. Anyway, the beginning of Mark calls to mind Isaiah. And, and so this what comes next. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. So 
I'm going to talk about Isaiah for a bit because that's in the background. Isaiah 40 is the beginning of a new section in Isaiah. Right? The first 39 chapters are about judgment. And Isaiah 39 ends ominously. Right there. Some emissaries come from Babylon to Jerusalem. And they bring letters, and they got a present for the king. And they say, well, you know, we've heard you've been sick, and now you're better, here's a present. And, and King Hezekiah is pretty pleased to see them, and he welcomes them, and he naively shows them everything in his treasure house and his armory, you know, the, the extent of his weaponry, and he shows them everything in his storehouses. And when they leave, Isaiah the prophet goes to the king and says, who were those guys, and what did they say to you? And the king says, oh, you know, they came from this country far away. It's called Babylon. And Isaiah says, and what did they see in your house? And Hezekiah says, oh, everything. I showed them everything. And Isaiah says, hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Days are coming when everything that is in your house, everything your ancestors have stored up and accumulated until this day will be carried to Babylon and nothing will be left, says the Lord. Some of your own sons will be taken away. They'll be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. And Hezekiah says, oh, well, that's good because he's thinking it's not going to happen in my lifetime. And then there's a sounds a bit familiar. And and then there's a gap. I don't know how many years. And then you have chapter forty. But between chapters thirty-nine and forty, Jerusalem fell. The city was destroyed. The temple was destroyed. Oh, by Babylon, and and many of the people were taken into exile in Babylon. Jerusalem was devastated. So were the people. And it seemed to many that their God had been defeated by the God and the gods of the Babylonians, or the God had abandoned them. They were defeated people, and they were far from home. God seemed to be absent. Listen to this from the Book of Lamentations. She, that's Jerusalem, she weeps bitterly in the night with tears on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, she has no one to comfort her. Her downfall was appalling, with none to comfort her. Zion stretches out her hands, but there is no one to comfort her. They heard how I was groaning with no one to comfort me. And then out of darkness, out of silence, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare a highway through the desert. Here is your God coming with power. And God will lead you like a shepherd leads his sheep, cradling the lambs in his arms and gently leading the mothers. God is coming to give you a new future and hope. It's good tidings. It's good news. It's gospel. Luther said, this is clear gospel. And I can't help wondering what kind of resonance this had for the people Mark was writing for. We don't know for sure 
whether Mark put his gospel together before or after the Romans, like the Babylonians before them, destroyed Jerusalem and the temple and the people were scattered again. If it was after, or if, if it was, you know, shortly before, and they saw or feared that event coming on upon them, how must they have heard these words? Comfort, comfort my people. Here is your God. And how do we hear these words? What resonance do they have for us? I, okay, you may find this funny, but I sometimes like to think of myself as fairly, you know, tough. Um, okay, I know, but still, <laughs> I've been through a lot in some ways, and here I am, you know, alive and well. And I know a lot of you can say that in different ways. I've, I've been through a lot. Or maybe you're going through a lot now. Maybe you're pretty strong. There are strong people here. Or maybe at least right now you don't feel strong at all. But whether we feel strong and tough or not, we're all in need of comfort and forgiveness and hope and good news. We all need God. The good news is going to sound a little bit different to each of us. And it will sound a little bit different at different times and in different places. And no one can tell us exactly how it will sound to us or what it will mean to us. Maybe we need to hear that we're known and loved by God even if, especially if, no one else seems to care. Or that no matter how lonely we are and how alone we feel, we're not alone. Maybe we need to hear that God came to defeat death, and death isn't the end, and that those we have lost are not truly lost and not forever, and we'll be together again. Maybe we need to hear that, especially at this time of year. Maybe we need to hear that God loves us and wants to forgive us and will give us a new future, no matter what we've done, no matter what stupid mistakes we've made, or awful things we've done, or the ways we've hurt other people and ourselves. Maybe we need to hear that God is powerful and good and will make everything right, including injustices and abuses that we've suffered and all the ways we've been hurt, and all the terrible things that have happened, and everything we've lost. Maybe we need to hear that though the world is full of evil and suffering, God will destroy suffering and evil and injustice and death, and that God will heal creation and set things right and repair the rupture between God and God's creation, and that our God will reign as Isaiah says later on, and Jesus says in Mark, God, who is a source of all life and goodness and joy, has come to us and will come. We may all hear it a little differently, but it's the same good news, and it's for all of us. We all 
need to be gathered into the arms of a strong and loving God, a God who loves us enough to come to us as one of us. And we all need to hear and to know, here is your God. Here is our God, come to be with us, to help us, to save us, to lead us from death to life, to reconcile the world to himself and us to each other, to make an end to evil and suffering and death, to remake, to recreate us in the heavens and the earth, to make all things new, to give us hope and comfort. Comfort, comfort my people, says the Lord. Amen. Let's confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Waiting and watching for our sure and certain hope, let us pray for the world redeemed, the church reformed, and for all people restored in the coming one. Each petition will end with the words, Lord, in your mercy, and will respond, hear our prayer. We rejoice in your presence, God, for you promise a new heaven and a new earth where justice and righteousness are at home. Help us to prepare the way and remove all obstacles to your coming. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We rejoice in your presence, God, for you give us your saving word that makes us die to sin and raises us to newness of life. Help us to grow into the fullness of your Son in the body of Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We rejoice in your presence, God, for you are our shepherd. Help us to know and love you and to care for your sheep. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We rejoice in your presence, God, for you came to us in Jesus and you are with us now. We pray in particular for those we name before you and for those who have no one to pray for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We rejoice in your presence, God, for you promise never to leave us or forsake us. Keep us in communion with all the saints until that day when all tears will be wiped away and sorrow will be no more. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Alert and on guard for the coming of the Lord, we commend all for whom we pray trusting all things to your never-failing love in Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Gathered into one in the Holy Spirit, let's say the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The creator of the stars, bless your advent waiting. The long-expected Savior, fill you with love. The unexpected Spirit, guide your journey, now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. <laughs>